good afternoon. This is Lucas from Salesian Sports Broadcasting, and today we are here to recap week 10 of the NFL. And today I'm followed by... Sean. Nick. Nick. And, um, yeah, so this first game we are going to recap is the Texans versus the Giants, ladies and gentlemen. My, my thoughts are very negative on this game as... You know, the Giants face the worst team in the league and only won by eight points. Uh, the Texans managed to score <clears throat> two touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, the Texans, who quite literally have gotten blown out every other game, which isn't the Giants or the Colts. Yeah, so, and of course, their one win, which is against the Bears. So... Yeah, no, nothing positive for this Giants team. Their schedule gets harder. Their true colors will show. They're not a good team. That's all I really have to say. Davis Mills, in my opinion, really outplayed Daniel Jones. Um, if it wasn't for Saquon Barkley, this team would literally be nothing. And if the Texans' offense wasn't all about Damian Pierce, it would have been a different story. Yeah, I mean, this Giants team is now 7-2, and two, um, second in, in their division behind the Eagles. I mean, the Giants, as Lucas said, their schedule just gets harder these next couple of games. Um, they have to face the Cowboys, the Eagles, etc. They have a bunch of teams that are probably going to beat them. I mean, this Giants team is really not going to show anything in the next couple of weeks. I mean, they got lucky. I mean, the Texans almost beat them. I mean, you have a team that's 1-7. Like, almost beating them is kind of sad. Um, the Texans, I mean, there's not really much to say. I mean, Davis Mills didn't have a bad game. 300 yards, uh, 1 TD. Overall, the Texans are just terrible, and the Giants got lucky again with a win. Um, you know, another mid-performance from Daniel Jones, which is pretty much uh, what this entire season has been for him, passing-wise um, and rushing-wise for that matter. You know, I really think this game was carried by Saquon Barkley pretty much. I mean, like <laughs> every other game this year. Um, <laughs> even though they did rush with Saquon 35 times, which is Jesus honestly Christ. pretty crazy. Um, I mean, nothing really much to talk to talk about. Um, the game should have been much uh, much, much, much more of a blowout than it was, um, you know. But yeah. Okay, so um, my opinions are uh, the Giants are one game ahead of the Bills. Um, you know, that's something to you know berate about. I mean, I'm not very happy with the win we got um, on Sunday night, right? Uh, not very happy with that, but. Uh, you know, beating the Texans by eight points isn't such a great, uh, great statistic. Um, but, you know, we are one game behind the best team in the league. It is, it is inevitable. We will rise. We will be the best team in our division. And we will, we will, okay. we are just going to cruise through every other team that we have, including the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Okay, buddy. You sure you're talking about football? Right? Uh, uh yeah, and unfortunately, the second game we got to recap for the second week in a row. There's no smiles and there's no positives about it. Uh, it is the Vikings versus the Buffalo Bills, which most would argue is the game of the year. 
And as a Bills fan, I can go on for hours and hours on every single little mistake the Bills have done. I'm going to keep it short. Number one, um, no Jordan Poyer, no Tredavious White, no Kier Alam. Our defense was injured. No Ed Oliver Jr., no Greg Rousseau. We essentially had our backup team, our backup defense. Uh, Josh Allen looked like Josh Allen. Well, you know, he, he played great. I don't want to, like, I don't want to flip this narrative. Like, look, I, I, like, this, like, this narrative of Josh Allen being horrible the past couple weeks, I'll give it to you against the Jets and the, um, the Packers. He didn't play great against the Packers. But against the Vikings, for majority of the game, he was fine. And that one interception, the first interception he threw, it was a fourth and two, which I will go over. We should have kicked the field goal there. But it was, it, uh, it was a fourth and two. He threw a pick, you know, at, at that point, you're running right. You have nothing open. You might as well just throw it again. We should have went for the field goal there. That was the first mistake of the Buffalo Bills. And then, again, he was playing amazing up until that last throw of the game where he decides to just air it out to Gabe Davis, which I do like the awareness from Ken Dorsey and Josh Allen over there, knowing how all the attention is going to be on Diggs and on Knox. So as you can see against uh, Gabe Davis, again, he got that huge like 20-yard reception, which put us in field goal range in the fourth quarter in, the, like, in that last drive. But I just don't like the force up. Again, I also don't like the timeout being called in the fourth quarter on the Vikings' last drive to sub out Dane Jackson and then put in Christian Benford on Justin Jefferson, which arguably made you know Je like Jefferson get that fourth and 18 catch, which was ridiculous because Dane Jackson was playing better coverage than Christian Benford that day. It's a great game, and of course, you know, it's one thing as Bills fans, we always get caught up in the game of the year. And the last year, it was against the Chiefs. We were on the losing end. The year on 2020 was against the Cardinals with the Hail Mary, and we were on the losing end again. And once again, we're also on the losing end. However, this is not panic time for the Bills. Um... We do play Cleveland and Detroit next. We will find a way. Listen, we're a great team. We still have a great offense. Um, no panic. Josh will find his way. Our defense was unhealthy, so we're going to be fine. There's nothing nothing really I have to worry about. You know, it's tough to take these losses, but now we just got to look for, look for playoffs, and if we have to, we're going to have to win games on the road. It's just how it is. Yeah, I mean <clears> – <throat> This Bills team took a, a very unfortunate loss to the Vikings. Um, I mean, Josh Allen. I'm sorry to interrupt. Did I come in? Oh, by the way, to, to, to the podcast, this is Mr. Seifrink here. Um, I'm sitting here between Lucas Rojas. How, what was the score of that Bills game? 33-30. Wow. And what was the score? What was that? Last week against the who the J. E T S. What was that score? Seventeen twenty. Oh, I they um. Well, that's all there, folks. Um, bills are a little. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day. God bless. Your team is last place in the division. Doesn't matter. Uh, it really still doesn't. Still the wild card, baby. Yeah. <laughs> There's still faith. There's still faith, Nick. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Sean. I'll let you go back. Sorry, Sean. Enjoy your day. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's all hoax. <laughs>
You heard it. I mean, the Bills are on a two-game losing streak. I mean, the Vikings just ended up being a better team. Um, they had the better defense in the second half. Uh, the Bills scored three points in the third and three points in the fourth. Like, that's just the Bills' offense was not there in the second half. And I don't know if it has to do anything with Josh Allen being hurt last week, or is it just that their offense was had an off day? I mean, yeah. Yeah, and I'd like to really take time out of the podcast and go over every single stat by the Vikings in this game. Um, Please don't. <laughs> Please starting don't. off, we have Kirk Cousins. 30 for 50, 357 passing yards, a touchdown and two picks. I mean, it's a really good, good, really good passing performance. Um, Rushing-wise, uh, Dalvin Cook, 14 for 119, um, an average of eight and a half yards a play, um, and, and a touchdown for Dalvin Cook. Uh, Kirk Cousins had some rushing yards, too, uh, six for 12, an average of two. Um, no touchdowns for him, though. Um, Alexander Madison, their backup running back. <laughs> Three rushes for 11 yards, average of 3.7 yards a play. I mean, pretty solid for backup. Um, C.J. Ham, their fullback, um, one carry, three yards, touchdown, seven on their heads. Um, K.J. Osborne, the wide receiver, had uh, two rushing yards on one attempt. Um, and, and, you know, we need to get into receiving now, too. Um, Justin Jefferson, uh, 10 receptions, 193 receiving yards, an average of 19.3 yards a reception. Um, and a touchdown. Justin Jefferson also making one of the, uh, arguably one of the best plays um, in NFL history. That that catch on 4th and 18 was incredible. Up there with Odell Beckham Jr., if not better. Um, yeah, and then you got Adam Thieland. Five receptions, 49 yards, average of 9.8 yards a reception. Wow. I can't believe your defense gave up that many. That an average of nine point eight. Didn't I just list every guy who was play? On? That's crazy. Had three cornerbacks injured. No Poyer, no Hyde, no Greg Rousseau, and no Ed Oliver, and we still only lost by three. That was a second week. I have no clue who that is. <laughs> T.J. Hawkinson. <laughs> T.J. Hawkinson, the tight end for the Lions that traded for uh, seven receptions, uh, forty-five yards. Um, Average is 6.4 yards, uh, a catch. KJ Osborne, who had, those, uh, who had two rushing yards, um, had four catches for 35 yards with an average of 8.8 yards a reception. Uh, and Dalvin Cook, who had 119 rushing yards, had um, 27 receiving yards with three receptions, which is an average of nine yards a reception. And Alexander Madison, their backup, had a reception. Um, had one reception for eight yards, uh, you know, pretty good for their backup. Yeah. I mean, we can go into defense, too. You know how uh, Patrick Peterson had two uh, interceptions on Josh Allen. Um, you know, Eric Kendricks had uh, seven tackles for the game, which is pretty solid. Same with Sullivan, who had six. Um, yeah, uh, Smith uh, with a sack, too. Yeah, just a great all-around game. For the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I mean, this game definitely qualifies for game of the year. I mean, this this was really, really good. I mean, I just had to, to talk about that catch by Justin Jefferson. I mean, 
I, I don't know. I've seen so many debates on or, already about which catch was better, his or Odell's. Still gonna have to say Odell's, you know. But some bias there. No, there's no bias over there. I mean, that was a hell of a catch. But Justin Jefferson is proving every day why he's the best receiver in the league right now, and it's just it's it's showing. It's it's really showing. And after that performance, I mean, I I don't know if there's a debate. I think we should give a round of applause to the Bills. We should. Bills are crumbling before our eyes, ladies and gentlemen. And you can call them underdog all you want by the script writers or whoever you believe is behind all of this, Lucas. But the Bills are crumbling before our eyes. And believe it or not, we will see them fall in the playoffs. Go Dolphins! Go Dolphins! Go Dolphins! This is exactly... Okay, well, first of all, again, injured team... Josh Allen did not play bad. His elbow was fine. He looked fine. Again, the Bills are going to bounce back at this point. No one knows if we're going to win the division. And well, for Bills fans, we don't really care. As long as we're in the playoffs, we're going to find a way to win. This next game I would like to talk about is a uh, Germany game. I think is our first NFL game in Germany ever. Yeah. I think so. I think was so. It? Yes. Yeah, it was. In Germany, at least. Not in London, but yeah. in Germany. Huh. Of course, they had to put Tom Brady on the main stage against Oliver Hot, Seattle Seahawks, Geno Smith. My thoughts for this game. Listen, you look at the score. It was closer than what you think. I did not like the first half for the Seahawks. It was a lot of shady stuff. There was a lot of missed flags that, you know, and... I don't really like talking about the refs a lot because ultimately, like, you still got to play. End of the day, like, it doesn't really matter. But, you know, there was a lot of controversial calls and missed calls taking place here. I don't really know how much I like um, the the Buccaneers' chances. I mean, they're, 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 they're probably going to win their division, if we're being honest. Right? I mean, it's Tom Brady. Uh that, like, that division is weak in general, but, you know, uh, the Seahawks, they're still going to be a great team going forward. Uh, I don't have my doubts here. only thing I have to really say is Kenneth Walker, he couldn't get anything all game. Uh, the guy literally had 10 attempts and 17 rushing yards. The run game was ineffective, like, all the time. So, um, yeah, it, it really, it was just a bad game for the Seahawks, but they'll bounce back. They'll... They'll learn from this. You know, I think this is a good game for Tom Brady. Um, they're on a two-game win streak now. Um, and the Buccaneers are now 5-5. Five and five. You know, um, a couple weeks ago, we had doubts that Tom Brady, this was going to be the end of his era, um, you know, having that three-game loss. Um, but, you know, the Buccaneers, I think, are bouncing back to being a team where they're going to win their division and they're going to be a solid team in the playoffs. You know, I think Mike Evans um, didn't have that great of a game. Uh, Fournette got injured. Um, but, you know, I mean, we'll see what happens with this Bucks team going forward. But 
as of right now, it's looking like Tom Brady's era is not quite over. Yeah, and the uh, Buccaneers are officially uh, 2-0 and after Brady's divorce. Um, yeah, it was all-around good game for uh, the Buccaneers, and I think uh, main, the main reason why they won is because they really started to get into that uh, run game. Um, and this, this week has definitely been um, – has had a lot of highlights um, with the running. Um, just – I don't know why, but every team was having a pretty good running performance except for – the Seahawks. Um, but, yeah, uh, Brady had another pretty good game. I think he's leading the league in passing yards right now. Yeah, or not. I believe. Yeah, or I think Mahomes might be over him, but whatever. Um, yeah, good game by Brady. And uh, the I think he's a rookie, White. Pretty Rashad, sure, yeah, yeah, Rashad, Rashad. Pretty sure Rashad White's a, a rookie. But, uh, you know, 100, 100 rushing yards is nothing to uh, joke about. It's a pretty good game. Um, with the Seahawks, though, I'm still, I still am a big believer in Geno Smith. I still think he is one of the top quarterbacks in the league, um, and I think one of the maybe the reason why they didn't win that one is because they really could not get the rushing game going at all. Um, it's the duality of the two teams here, where one of them uh, had no running game and the other one had a uh, pretty strong one. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Brady. Again, I was gonna say this, but two and zero. After the divorce, I mean, another, you know, he's, he's looking good. He's looking good. I mean, maybe he's trying to show out for all the, you know, single moms out there. Um, but other than that, I mean, you know, you got to look at the young guy, Geno Smith. I mean, he's still an absolute beast. And I don't think, I don't think losing to Brady is going to change anything about him this season. I mean, he's, you know, he's been on a roll. And, you know, I'm a big fan of Geno Smith. And, yeah, I, I think he's going to bring this team uh, further than we expected. Mm -hmm. And uh, this next game I'd like to recap. <clears throat> it's the Lions and the Bears, ladies and gentlemen. And um, <laughs> I would always like to say it's a great week whenever Detroit wins because I'm not a hater of Detroit. You know, Detroit – they rarely have success, so when they win, I'd like to celebrate it. <clears throat> but, you know, I couldn't have because the Bills lost, unfortunately. What I'm going to say here is I think Justin Fields is sort of finally making a name for himself as a viable option at QB. I'm not saying he's a good quarterback or a great one, but he's serviceable from the looks of it and the works of his career. Jared Goff doing Goff things. <laughs> 236 yards, a touchdown. Jamal Williams with another clutch touchdown. It just seems like every time you knock on the door for this kid on the Lions, he always got the touchdown. Amon Ra had a great game. It was ultimately like, it was a great game for both teams. I would like to say, though, the game should have went to overtime. The Bears got a last-minute touchdown, and, well, they missed the extra point. Uh, yeah, this is just perks of a bad team. I'm I, sort of just starting to feel bad for Justin Fields at this point. And the Detroit Lions scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. It just shows how explosive their offense is. And, well, that just shows how also, at the same time, the Bears are quite literally that bad. 
But yeah, nothing much to say here. Detroit Lions win. Justin Fields making a name for himself. And Khalil Herbert has to step up his play. You know, it's his inconsistency. And ultimately, it's going to kill the Bears going forward. I mean, despite the Lions record being 3-6, and six, this Lions offense is pretty good. Um, their defense is probably last, uh, besides the Texans. Um, I mean, this was a, a clutch win for the Lions. I mean, the Bears just proved themselves that although Justin Fields has been doing well the past couple of days, or the past couple of weeks, the Bears can't win a game against a struggling Lions, the struggling Lions team. Um, Goff had not a bad game, two thirty-six yards, one TD. Um, but other than that, I mean, Jamal Williams having a touchdown, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, one hundred twenty yards. I mean, this is this. I feel bad for the Lions team. Uh, I don't hate the Lions. Um, I don't know why you would hate the Lions. Um, it's just their record is just not where you want it to be. <clears throat> yeah, I, I like the Lions, um, and I think it was a good win uh, by them. Um, I'm a really big fan of Justin Fields, though. I, th I think he can be a really – I think in the coming years he's going to be a superstar in the NFL. Think so? Um, yeah, I think Wait, so. deleted your team? Yeah. Oh, my God. Why are you going to make me sad, Lucas? But <laughs> – yeah, Justin Fields has been on a bit of a streak. Um, and, you know, uh, he's pretty much a definition of a real dual-threat quarterback with 167 passing, uh, two touchdowns, with um, 147 rushing and two touchdowns. Um, he's somebody who looks like, I don't know, uh, Michael Vick, Lamar Jackson, uh, looking very similar to the two. Um, and uh, Cole Komet got two touchdowns and 74 receiving yards. Um and Cole Komet has been a bit of a bust over the past few years. I believe he was taken in the 2020 draft. Um, and I'm pretty sure he was taken in the first round, too. And he hasn't really done anything till now. Um, but it's good to see him playing good. Um, another good game from Jared Goff. And I think Jared Goff is a pretty solid quarterback. Um, I think if you put him in any situation, he can get, you know, he can manage. Um yeah, and you know, with you know Amonra there, who is, uh, I think he's one of the top wide receivers. I really like Amonra St. Brown, um, and yeah, it was just a pretty uh, entertaining game. Yeah, this was a good one between two, um, you know, teams you wouldn't really expect to have a pretty good game. Um, the Lions are starting to, you know, they're starting to sprout out. I mean, they had the worst defense in the league, one of the worst offenses in the league, and they're starting to improve. I mean, maybe it's because they faced the Bears, and, you know, the Bears are the Bears, and Justin Fields has been disappointing. I mean, he's just not performing to his standards. Um, but other than that, I mean, the Lions are, you know, starting to starting to maybe sprout out into the team that nobody really expected them to be this season. I mean, maybe they're just, you know, starting to come into their own and maybe they won't be the worst in every statistic every season.
Yeah, and this next game I would like to recap is the Thursday night football game. My boys, other than Nick. Three of us were wrong. We were wrong. And, um... Should have just gone with the Maybe you should listen to me more. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> too great. You literally betted on Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I will pass. He didn't even play that game either. <laughs> he didn't. Um, but yeah, yeah disappointing. Baker back and uh, I think it'll be, uh, you know, a really, really good uh, game for Baker Mayfield. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, uh, okay. listen, Marcus Mariota, this they didn't do enough, and... I don't know what happened. I think the whole AFC South went 0-3 in Carolina. All three of Carolina's wins have been at home against AFC South opponents. So, <laughs> yeah, there's something something going on there. An AFC South team can't win in Carolina. But overall, I think, you know, Nick was very big on this guy, but Donta Foreman. Had an amazing game, 130 yards, one touchdown. Um, you know, and DJ Moore was it was all right, but it was it was really the rushing game that killed them. Turnover battle too. The the Panthers won the turnover battle. Uh, for a Thursday night game, it wasn't as entertaining, but um, it was there, and well, we lost, but we're we're gonna we're gonna make a comeback this week. Yeah, I mean. The Panthers are now, I believe, two and one without CMC. Uh, they might be two and two. Um, you know, I think losing CMC was a big part of this team. Um, but I mean, they have a lot of these young guys, and I think with time they have in the in the NFL and the time that they put into training, I think this Panthers team could be somewhat of a good team. I mean, you have a lot of these young stars that are just waiting to get the opportunity and now they have this opportunity with CMC gone and uh, maybe you know next couple weeks we could see the Panthers win a couple games um, and hopefully next year we see more wins in this Panthers team yeah and I was right uh, with the prediction um, you know uh, PJ Walker coming off of uh, Maybe the worst uh, performance by quarterback last week. Uh, had a, a pretty mid game this week. Um, it was really the <laughs> Deontay Foreman, uh, Dante Foreman, I don't know, um, who carried them. Um, and I'm really hot on Foreman because, I don't know if anybody remembers, but last year um, when Henry got injured, Foreman was the man who took over for Tennessee, um, and he was pretty good there. Um and now that CMC's gone, I think Foreman is going to really have his breakout season in the NFL. Um, but, yeah, not really much to say here. Um, you know, the Falcons did a Falcons. Yeah, I know how you Patriots fans feel about the Falcons. Um, but, yeah, they were all wrong except for Nick. Um, and it's unfortunate. And, you know. I wish, I mean, I guess the Panthers may be improving after losing CMC. Uh, they've been, they've been, you know, they're still three and seven, Falcons four and six, but, you know, Panthers are, you know, they're, these are two mid-teams. I mean, 
I thought this game was going to be a little worse, but I, I didn't really... Um, I didn't really expect Atlanta to lose this. I mean, a really, really bad game for uh, Marcus Mariota. Uh, it just, it, you know, one of the worst. And the Panthers were, you know, they they, they won. So I, <laughs> I have really not much to say because I didn't really care about this game. But other than that, I mean, you know, Panthers are – Panthers are doing all right. It's three and seven. I'd still have no faith in them at all for the future at all. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. This next game I would like to recap. I'm not gonna say it because it's gonna start with four words. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> I mean, this is this is just amazing. <laughs> Dak Prescott on his second week back from injury, two interceptions, or I think what his third week back from injury. I mean, every week he came back. It was every week he played this. Look, look every week he played this year, he thrown at least one interception. How about them Cowboys, How man? About them Cowboys, baby. Um, you know when you can depend on Aaron Rodgers to beat his 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 uh his son, the Cowboys, because let's be real, Aaron Rodgers is your father. He did it to you guys in the playoffs and the biggest stage. And he did it to you again in the regular season, especially when he's having one of his worst careers. I mean, one of his worst seasons, or maybe it quite literally might be his worst season ever. He throws, this, listen to this stat, Aaron Rodgers' worst season ever. He throws three touchdowns against the Cowboys, no interceptions. Aaron Jones rushes for 138 yards, gets a TD. Rookie Christian Watson, three TDs on four receptions for 107 yards. This, this game was gross. It was bad, especially for Cowboys fans. It went to overtime. Even when it felt like the NFL was bailing out the Cowboys by giving them a second chance to win the game, they still lost. I mean, I'm sorry. And Rudy Ford with two interceptions? Uh, Dak Prescott, you're up 10-0. I understand, you know, you're trying to make the game 17-0, but I would rather you not throw a pick and take a three and then take your three points. But no, I mean, this game was just ugly. It was horrible for the Cowboys. Mm, you know, they face the Vikings next week, which, you know, if they can beat my team, they definitely can beat your team, Sean. Um, so anything's possible, this Cowboys team? Look forward to Thanksgiving because... That's why I really want you guys to win. But for now, how about them Cowboys? I mean, another <laughs> disappointing loss. I, mean, I, I, can't, I, I don't have any words. I'm speechless. <laughs> Tony Pollard and CeeDee Lamb. Uh, CeeDee Lamb had two touchdowns. Tony Pollard had one, both over 100 yards. And that still wasn't enough. <sighs> I mean... The Packers scored zero points in two quarters. We we were up 28-14 in the third, scored nothing in the fourth quarter, (laughs) and then give up 14 to the Packers. I have no words. And then next week we play the Vikings. That's going to be another devastating loss. I have no faith for the Cowboys. It's going to be a tough game. Dak I mean, does Dak I think 
I am kind of looking forward to to Thanksgiving because we face the Giants. The Giants are going to end up selling. Yeah, I mean, the Giants. And, you know, we're still going to make the playoffs. We're still going to go far in the playoffs, and we're going we're gonna to be fine. Yeah, um, you know, a pretty embarrassing loss in overtime to nobody else but the Green Bay Packers. Um, however, that is not the biggest disappointment in their division. Um, you know, that goes to the Eagles, but that's for later. Um, Aaron Rodgers having an awful season, yet he still uh, threw <laughs> three touchdowns and 224 yards like it was 2011 on you guys. <laughs> um, but... Uh, Aaron Jones had a pretty good game uh, rushing, and uh, Tony Pollard had a really good game rushing. And I think Pollard has definitely emerged as their starting running back over Zeke, who hasn't really done anything stand out in the past, like, three years. Um, it's on my fantasy team every year. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was a pretty good game, especially for the rookie, Watson, with three touchdowns. Howdy. How do you do? I mean, I mean, you look at this as, as a Giants fan, you just have to smile. You just have to smile, smile through it all. Um, you know, so I just have to say, you know, Dak Prescott, uh, again, another disappointing game. Uh, and just, it's, it's, you know... I wouldn't say it's over for the Cowboys because they have a winning record and they're doing pretty decent. Uh, they have the same record as... Oh, wait. Do they have the same record as the Bills? Am I right or wrong? Yes. Um, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Um, but other than that, uh, I would have to say, um, how about them Cowboys? Uh, Green Bay, just, you know, instead of getting packed, they packed up. They absolutely got rid of the Cowboys this game. I mean, giving up giving up 14 in the second half is uh is tough. Is really tough. Um and yeah, I mean Rodgers Rodgers was looking like his prime. I mean, absolutely just destroying the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> next team, next team, how, how do you do? All right, uh, this next game I'm going to recap is our daily dosage of the Chargers, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the Chargers versus the 49ers. Now, I'm high on this 49ers team because I am high on Christian McCaffrey. The same way I'm also high on George Kittle, which he can prove to be, at times, the best tight end in the league. However, Justin Herbert, Mr. Overrated, decides sometimes to just not show up. And here's another week where Justin Herbert, ladies and gentlemen, decides not to show up. Uh, 196 yards in four quarters, throwing the ball 35 times. Amazing stats. Austin Eckler does not decide to show up whatsoever. I mean, this will be the one game I will excuse Justin Herbert, though. His receivers were quite literally bad, and they did go down to their third-string tight end, which that we will have to excuse Justin Herbert in. But 
Nonetheless, a loss is a loss. Christian McCaffrey, again, another touchdown. Kittle, again, he's not doing too much, but the Niners still find a way to win without Kittle playing good and Debo at the same time, which is kind of scary because if they do play good, both, I mean, all three of them with Jimmy G, it's going to be a pretty uh, scary sight to see. But great team win for the Niners. Get their morale back and, you know, expect expect good things going forward for the Niners because they will they'll make it far in the playoffs. I do believe in them. This Chargers team is not as good as people thought. Uh, they think Justin Herbert is a top 10 quarterback. Trust me, he isn't. Uh, I'd rank so many other quarterbacks better than him. Um, although Austin Eckler is not that bad of a player, he was basically invisible this game. Um, I mean, only 24 yards, six carries. I mean, that's just it's not how Austin Eckler usually plays. Um, Justin Herbert uh, left, I believe, the second quarter, came back after halftime, and they still lost. This 49ers team, with CMC, with Debo Samuel, those two guys, I mean, that's basically the best duo, in my opinion, in this league right now. Um, I mean, just Debo Samuel doing what he usually does. He carried the team far in the playoffs last year. And now with CMC, they can go even farther. Um, I mean, with Jimmy G, uh, 19 for 28, 240 yards. He had an okay game, um, but he needs to step it up even more if, they want, if the 49ers want to go far and win more games. Yeah, another disappointing game for Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Chargers organization as a whole. Um, Eckler, oh man, if it wasn't for his seven receptions and 39 uh, receiving yards, uh, my fantasy team definitely would have lost this week. But, you know, 24 yards uh, rushing from Eckler was uh, pretty awful. Um, and especially from somebody who's being considered as one of the best in the league currently. Um, yeah, uh, and I think the 49ers are a really good team. I think they're really good all around. Um, even with the rushing uh, attack, they have a lot of depth. Like um, McCaffrey only had 38 rushing yards uh, this game and a touchdown. But um, Elijah Mitchell, who was a rookie last year, um, got 89 rushing yards this game. Um, and I think the 49ers are a pretty well-rounded team, like I said. They have a lot of depth at pretty much every position, and I think they're going to go far this season. Definitely much farther than the Chargers. Yeah, and uh, the Chargers, I mean, you know, I, I feel like this team is super overrated. Um, you know, Austin Eckler, good player, overrated. Um, Justin Herbert, again, overrated. Uh, I just think they're too... <sighs> They're too inconsistent, I feel like. Uh, they're not really, you know, like... I, I don't really know, but the, um, you know... 49ers have a pretty stacked team. I think they're, uh, you know, pretty... I mean, they're pretty stacked. The only guy I would say is overrated on that team is Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, but other than that, I mean... 
they have a really, really good team. Uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey and uh, um, Debo Samuel, uh, absolutely, you know, two really, really good players. I'm high on Christian McCaffrey. Uh, you know, both of those players, really good. Um, but for the char- – I mean, I feel like this is a very boring game. Um, the Chargers – these two have the same uh, records, five and four, but the Chargers have been just, you know, boring as usual with their overrated players. So I just, I just wanted to say that. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> this next game proved us all wrong, especially you, Nick. So, you know, you know how big you are on being right. Uh-oh. Well, you got proven wrong now. Gentlemen, this this like this next game is the Colts and the Raiders. Jeff Saturday, who all of us clowned for being <laughs> offensive coordinator, somehow, <laughs> some way, made the Colts be a fluctuating offense. I mean, just hear the stats. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, I think for the first time this whole year, he didn't throw an interception. He threw for two twenty-two yards. Actually threw for a touchdown. And Jonathan Taylor rushed for 147 yards and got a touchdown. It's his best game of the year. I don't know what it is. Of course, it's against the Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, like, this team is atrocious. And, I mean, you want to talk about the AFC West. People thought the AFC West, was gonna, uh, um, the AFC West would, be, um, would be exactly what the AFC East is. But it's not. I mean, I was never told in the Raiders. Or the Chargers, maybe the Broncos. I would have said, but we all know what happened. And the Raiders again. Um, nothing to say here. Your defense is horrible, like always. Every week it's the same problem. You have no defense. Josh Jacobs. I mean, I, I really I can't tell you what went wrong here, other than I guess they're receiving. It was really only Devontae Adams and a whole bunch of nobody else. But Jeff Saturday, props to him, man. Offensive coordinator made this made this offense actually look good. I mean, they had 415 total yards of offense. Something to celebrate there. Yeah, I mean, the Colts got a good win. Uh, they're now 4-5 and five with, uh, I believe, one tie uh, with the Texans. Yeah. Um, the Colts are not a bad team as we think. And Jeff Saturday now being the head coach, I mean, now he got to win. He's 1-0. Um, could the Colts end up being over 500 and win their, win their division? We'll see. You know, um, they face the Eagles next week. Um, this Raiders team, I think this was my disappointment team of the year. Um I mean, the Raiders, Devontae Adams, uh, Jacobs. Um, I mean, Derek Carr has not been the quarterback we saw last year. Um, and he's definitely not showing the Raiders that they want to keep him. You know, the Raiders are like, oh, I don't want to keep this quarterback who is not doing anything for us. Um, I mean,. I don't know. This Raiders team is just very disappointing for me. Uh, Colts, good win. Uh, we'll see what happens going forward. Yeah, and the uh, doubted man, uh, Jeff Saturday, got his first win in the NFL. 
Um, nothing much to say. I mean, to be fair, if we're being honest, it was against the Raiders. So I think uh, any Joe Schmo could beat the Raiders at this point. Um, <laughs> Raiders are really, really, really bad. Um, I, I mean, in all honesty, I think they are probably worse than the Texans. Um, just based on based just based off of the uh, expectations that were set on them this year, with Devontae Adams entering uh, their team, um, and I think next year we very well can see uh, uh, Bryce Young as their quarterback. Um, but yeah, uh, Matt Ryan making his return for the Colts. Um, he was sat by Frank Reich for two weeks. I also think that had to do with like his shoulder or something like that. Um, but. Yeah, Ryan came back and he showed up. You know, in the words of the wise man, Jeff Saturday, Raiders look horrible. On 10-30-22, that was his tweet. And we see here um, something crazy. I mean, Jeff Saturday got clowned all last week. Jeff Saturday is him. Jeff Saturday is that guy. I think I don't think he's gonna make a change to the Colts. I mean they're the Colts. But anything can happen. Anything can happen, but it's it's a stretch. I think it's a stretch. Um I have to go. Uh I have to leave. Uh so I'm gonna just really quickly make my Thursday night prediction. Uh I'm gonna have to say uh it is the what uh Titans Packers. Um, this is a tough one for me. I'm going to go with the Titans. Uh, I believe in Derrick Henry. And I, I, you know. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I believe in Derrick Henry. That's really all I have to say about that. See you guys next week. All right. My prediction will come later. However, this next game we're going to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, may be a disappointing game for me. Uh, the Commanders and the Eagles, ladies and gentlemen. Now, if you guys look at my week four, week three podcast, I was really high on this Commanders team. I loved their receiving core, you know, especially McLaurin, Samuel. And in the beginning, we had rookie Jahan Dotson. Now we found another rookie, Diami Brown. I mean, all of these offensive wide receivers are just explosive. They know how to get separation. They're amazing, and they showed it today. And we cannot forget Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. This team is great, and with their pass rush being Jonathan Allen, Chase Young, Montez Sweat, you know, even having Bobby McCain and um, Kendall Fuller, this commander's team isn't as bad as you think it really is. And I think Tyler Heineke is proving that, you know, with the – Removement, uh, you know, Carson Wentz being sidelined and getting injured. Tyler Heineke did what he had to do to get this win. And they beat the best team in the NFL. So, yeah. And for the Eagles, this is a disappointing game, but I think this shows two things for the Eagles. Number one, if you eliminate their rushing attack, they are far worse than what you think. Also, if you eliminate their... You know, if you eliminate their number one wide receiver, A.J. Brown, uh, he was he had caught one ball for seven receptions. And as much as that hurt my fantasy team, it also hurt the Eagles way more than it hurt my fantasy team. 
because they had nothing on offense. I mean, Quez Watkins was their leading receiver. It 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 was bad, and you know, you remove AJ Brown, and this is a whole different team. And their rushing attack, uh, it was brutal. But the Commanders come up with the win. Again, they're not looking bad. They're 500, so we'll see what they can do going forward. But this is not a setback for the Eagles. They'll bounce back. The Eagles are still the Eagles. Like, let's be real. This is still gonna be good. A good win for the Commanders. Uh, Heineke proving uh, as the backup quarterback that Wentz is no longer the best quarterback option for this Commanders team. Um, although he's injured, uh, if he comes back, I'd rather have Heineke over Wentz. Wentz was doing nothing for the Commanders. Um, overall, I mean, disappointing for the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles didn't score uh, the second quarter or the third quarter. So, I mean, looking at, I mean, was this a, was this just a day where A.J. Brown, uh, Devontae Smith, uh, Godair being injured, was this just not a good day for the Eagles? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking in my head, are the Eagles, are the Eagles being overhyped about being the best, the, team, the best team? I mean, we all lose games. I mean, it's gonna happen. I mean, you—they're—they're they're still the best team in the league right now. I'm still gonna name it. Um, <laughs> I mean, this—I mean, you know, not many teams go, not many teams go 17 and 0, and the Eagles were gonna lose one day or the other. Um, but the Eagles just need to put this behind them. Uh, like AJ Brown tweeted last night saying, "Oh, he's gonna put this behind him, and he's gonna move on forward." Uh, they, I think they play the Colts next week, so it should be an easy win. Definitely Saturday. Um, who knows? But this Eagles team, I don't think they have anything to worry about. The Commanders got a good win. Oh, how the mighty have fallen! And you know who could have, who <laughs> out of anybody here could have predicted this? Um, me. Pretty sure you said the Eagles. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I could about. be wrong. Actually, you, you're the type of person to say the Eagles. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I think I said last week or the week before that. I don't really remember. But I compared this Eagles team to the 2020 Steelers. And if you really look at it, both teams wanted a, went on a giant win streak. For the Eagles, it was an eight-win streak. For the Steelers, it was an 11-win streak. And both teams lost to the Commanders in embarrassing fashion. I mean, this is the same situation here. I think the Eagles have just had eight straight easy games. Um, you know, like playing against Kirk Cousins in prime time is you're really going to boast about that? I don't think the Eagles... I never really thought the Eagles were that good. I think that they're a good team, but they're not the best in the league. Um, and the Eagles are not going to go to the Super Bowl. You know, Super Bowl winning teams don't lose okay. to the Washington Commies. <laughs> Yo. All right. Um, well, this next game I'd like to recap. It hurts me to even talk about this game. But this team is just, I mean, they just obliterated their opponent over the weekend. I, I hate this team. I don't want to talk about this oh. team. But it is the Bears versus the Dolphins, ladies and gentlemen. 
Um, let me guess. The Dolphins beating up on another bad team. Tyreek Hill catching a one-yard screen pass, making it 17 yards because he is the fastest receiver in the league. Oh, well, maybe. I don't, I don't know. don't care about this team. What I can say here is Tua is well overrated. A lot of people are finally giving him props, and he will show you when he comes to Buffalo why he is overrated, as he won't do that in Buffalo again. He, 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 he won't. But I will save that time for when it comes. What I mostly have to say here is the Dolphins can take their couple weeks of being in first place. This will end soon. It will. Mark my words. It will end soon. They're not going to be in first for long. As we all know, that is Bill's territory. But, yeah, uh, beating up on a bad team, how impressive can you really be? And, I mean, if you look at their schedule, they're just they're so lucky, like, their teams that they play are, are awful. I mean, they play Houston next week, for the love of Christ. Like, they're going to obliterate that team. The only hard teams going, coming forward are the Niners, the Bills. I guess you can say Packers and maybe Chargers, but, I mean, those like those, like, those teams are horrible. And then they got to play the Pats once, which is an easy game. The easy Jets. The yeah, you got to play the Jets. I mean, the Dolphins schedule... It's really it it, 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 it it's so easy. Um, Tua has it easy this year, but in a day, bad teams and bad franchises will show, and especially with the Dolphins, it, it it's gonna happen. That's all I have to say. Tua's a fraud. I don't like Tua. Um, as a Miami lover, um, this Dolphins team is, I mean, the one person that's really proving to uh this Dolphins team is Tua. I mean. He, the Dolphins, I believe, are undefeated with Tua being their starting quarterback. Um, although he's had two back-to-back scary um, injuries. Um, I mean, you have to think Tua is doing what a quarterback does. He gets the wins. He's he, They're beating up on bad teams. That's what teams will do in the regular season. Um, but once it comes playoff time, um, assuming the Dolphins make it that far, Dolphins are going to have a struggling um, playoff schedule. Um, they're not going to have to face easy teams. Um, they're going to have to face top teams, uh, maybe like the Bills. Um, I mean, I could see this Jets team beating this Dolphins team. Um, the Browns. Uh, Nick Chubb had an okay game. Amari Cooper was um, invisible. Um, he was not seen. 32 yards. Um, Kareem Hunt, nowhere to be seen. Um, this Browns team is 3-6. and six. I mean, not really much you can get um, away from this Browns team. Although, the Browns, I believe, to pl- do play the Bills next week. And I'm hoping to see this Browns team end up with a win. Nope. Not <laughs> happening. Um, I mean, this Browns team is struggling. Um, scored three points in two quarters. It's really kind of sad and atrocious. Um, but, you know, I'm hoping to see this Browns team get a win and finally see uh, Jacoby Brissett do something and Nick Chubb getting four, five touchdowns against the Bills. I'm hoping, I'm hoping to see the win. 
Yeah, another good game from the Dolphins. I don't think they're underrated at all. I think they are one really good unit. Um, and I think Tua is a great quarterback. They are 7-0 and with him and 0-3 without him. Uh, that's a stat you definitely can't ignore. Um, and Hill is <laughs> one of the best wide receivers in the league. I would say that he's the best, but after seeing uh, Jay Jettas making that catch... Uh, against the Bills this week. I don't know if I could really say that. But, uh, you know, nothing really much to say about this game. It was an easy win for the Dolphins. But I think one thing I really have to comment on is, Lucas, you said the, the Dolphins had an easy schedule. Yeah. Have you seen the Bills' schedule? We had to play the Titans, the Packers, the Rams. The Packers? You just said the, the Packers, Packers were terrible. The Packers? The Titans? You seriously? The Titans, the Titans are not bad. The Rams? The Rams? Oh, my oh, God. Well, it Horrific. was week one, and that team was actually favored, or one of the heavily favorites team. They have to play the Jets. But but I've got to ask. The Dolphins are so bad. I think one of those three losses was to the Dolphins. Yeah, we, so lost, we, we lost by two points. I don't know. 100 degree weather. Diggs was cramping. Oh, yeah. Nice, yeah, yeah, nice yeah, excuse. Yeah. The same week we lost Micah Hyde. Get over it. You guys That's face Browns, Lions, Patriots. Like, those are three easy wins. Right, it's the Patriots, of course, who are gonna, going to get the win. Um, mark my words. Not happening. Yeah. By the Bears, I mean. Bears are such a scary team. The Browns, oh my, jeez, man. Deserve a break. The bang, I mean the Bengals without your Martinez. Yeah, I mean. you deserve a break. Oh. You deserve a break after getting beaten by the Vikings. You're right. Well then, I like all of your guys' opinions. I care so much. Are they right? Maybe. No. We'll see. And uh, this last game we're going to recap. Is the Jaguars and the Chiefs. Oh, now, I would like to mention, I think Doug Peterson tried to pull an Andy Reid on him by starting off the game with an onside kick, and they recovered it. However, this ultimately pissed off Mahomes and the Chiefs as they took care of business in Kansas City. The Jacksonville Jaguars had nothing all game. And I would like to add, Trevor Lawrence, he's a great quarterback, and... That second, uh, that like second quarter, that last drive, he put up seven points, and I guess I'm pretty sure I can't really remember. I think it was like a minute and a half, maybe two minutes, but that was impressive overall. And Trevor Lawrence will evolve, and he's gonna get better as his receivers also get better. You know, Christian Kirk had a huge game. It just really shows what you gotta have for the Jaguars to be successful. But ultimately, Mahomes. Was the better quarterback, and I mean, say I'm sorry to say it, but reality is reality. He is the best QB in the league. He just he does it to every team, and you know he doesn't struggle. And when he does, he always bounces back. Three hundred thirty-one yards, four touchdowns. I mean, he talk about taking care of business. He took care of business. I would like to add Kadarius Tony. I guess, you know, his first touchdown ever. Uh, his first touchdown in two years, ever since he entered the league, came playing with Mahomes and alongside the Kansas City Chiefs. So it just shows you the Giants, how much of a dumpster fire they are. But, yeah, ultimately, it's what it, it's what it is. And Chiefs looking like the top team in the AFC, in my opinion. Um... 
I mean, I think I'm only going to disagree with you on one point. I think Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are both equally good quarterbacks. Um, I mean, with the way that Josh Allen played, yeah, Mahomes is up at number one right now. But, I mean, Josh Allen was not 100% healthy, in my opinion. Uh, he maybe was 70, 80% maybe. Um <laughs> You know, I'm still going to say Josh Allen is going to be the better quarterback than Mahomes. Um, and Bills are going to prove that in the playoffs against the Chiefs. Um, and I'm calling that really early, uh, only week 10. Um, can't believe I just said that about the Bills. Wow. <laughs> um, the Chiefs are looking really good right now. Um, and I don't see a downfall for them uh, at any point. I mean, unless Patrick Mahomes get injured, gets injured, but that's unlikely the case here. Jaguars, oh man, I wanted to see the Jaguars do well. Um, although when I say that for teams, they do really nothing. How about them Cowboys? Um, I mean, Trevor Lawrence did an okay game. 260 yards, two touchdowns. Um... I mean, this Jaguars team is now 3-7. and seven. Um, We'll see what happens going forward. But this Jaguars team, look forward to disappointment. The Jaguars are just fulfilled to disappoint in their life. Um, and the Chiefs, go Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, not much to talk about. Um, I think the Jaguars, with all things considered, did have a pretty good game. Uh, and I think Lawrence has definitely improved uh, over, I don't know, the offseason. Um, an okay game from ETN, um, who is another one of their breakout players. A uh, good game for Christian Kirk, though, um, who they picked up in free agency. I think he's, like, getting paid $20 million a year or something like that, something ridiculous like that. Uh, with two touchdowns and 105 yards from him was pretty good. Um, you know, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, uh, with the addition of Kadarius Toney. Um, they're, I'd say, better than ever. Um, I think the Chiefs are still a solid team, even though they lost Tyreek Hill. Uh, and I think Mahomes probably is the best quarterback in the league. And that's pretty much only because, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes is good. But, uh, you know, he didn't lose to Kirk Cousins. But he did lose to Josh Allen. So I'm gonna it's one say, game. Mm. What happened last year in the playoffs? What happened last year in the regular season? <laughs> he lost twice to Josh Allen. Twice. To keep that straight. Regular season doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I guess now is our time for our Thursday night predictions. And well, I wish the other Nick was here because he got in the Titans. Um, uh, we are all now 500 at three and three with the Falcons losing and the Patriots. Losing, which really hurt us. Now, when I look at this game, I you know this is this this might be the first Thursday night game, aside from the Bills and Rams, that might actually be decent for once this year. That being said, I think what the Cowboys have done, they gave a Hall of Fame quarterback momentum. They gave rookies. Rookie wide receiver confidence. 
They gave rookie Rudy Ford and rookie Quay Walker confidence. And I think Aaron Rodgers will prevail this week. With a short week, no one better to lead than Aaron Rodgers, regular season merchant. Mike Rabel is due for a loss eventually at some point. Here it comes, Thursday night football, bet on Rodgers. He hardly loses. The one time he lost was to the Buffalo Bills. So cut him some slack. I got the Packers here. Go Pack Go. Go Cheeseheads. Packers on top. Do you have a score prediction? Score prediction? 31-27. There it right, is. That's, that's, that's valid. 31-27. Double A on Rodgers. He will win. Um, I believe it's the Titans and Packers. Yeah. All right. I mean, we have one vote for uh, Packers. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with Oh, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I might have to go with the Packers. I mean, what Aaron Rodgers did to um, the Cowboys, uh, everyone was injured, though, so it's a fluke win. Um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers had a game season, or a, sorry, the Packers had a win last week, or yesterday, um, and that... That could have saved them from not making the playoffs. And with them pushing forward, Aaron Rodgers being who he is, what he did last year, I think Aaron Rodgers can be a good quarterback on Thursday. And the Titans, although they are in first, um, I don't, I don't see the Titans doing anything. Uh, Derrick Henry might, is not going to have a great game. Uh, and Tanner Hill is not that good of a quarterback, so I'm gonna have to go with the Packers as well. Yeah, and while I think the Packers um, have a lot of momentum going for them, you know, with Watson having his breakout game and Rodgers having a good one, this is still the Packers we're talking about, and I think that the Titans are going to prevail in this one. I'll be weird. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not sure if Henry's playing. Um, but if he is, he's probably going to have a really good game. So, yeah, I'll go with the Titans. How about that? All right. Two votes for the Packers, one vote for the Titans. Uh, what did two for the Titans. Two for the Titans, two for the Packers. Uh one of us, well, yeah, two of us will be over 500 in Thursday night. And it's going to be the Packers. And two of us will be under 500 as we're all three and three because the Patriots and the Falcons. <laughs> um, but the Bills all got us, so that was that. Always bet on the Bills. Anyways, that recaps week 10 of the NFL recap. We will be here next Tuesday to shoot week 11. I will come back in week 11. It'll be a better week because the Bills will win. And the Cowboys. The Packers will win. Patriots will win. <laughs> Everything will be fine. And the, the Dolphins will lose. The Giants will lose and the Dolphins will lose. <laughs> but until then, we'll see what happens. Play it by ears. Ladies and gentlemen, keep your stick on the ice. We are out.